Hey everybody, Farley here, just popping in right before the episode to let you know that we are streaming on Twitch from 4 to 9 Eastern Time on November 13th, that is a Sunday. I know we have some audio quality issues in these early episodes, Uh, that was just our first session, we kind of threw it together really last minute, um, really quick. Going forward from that next stream, we should have uh, higher quality for those with issues. So... From the beginning of this episode, we are going to pick up right after the party flees the pervert in the tavern. That is a hell of a sentence. Let's get, <laughs> let's get started. When we left off, the party had just discovered a local pervert, um, and Zahed was really into it, is what I took from that. Uh, we're going to cut forward in time a little bit. That's what to... I have written in my notes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. Zahed was really into local pervert. Yep. Uh, so let's, let's figure out what happened for the rest of your night. You all left the tavern, right? Mm-hmm. So where did you stay when you left the tavern? Oh... We gotta, there's gotta be, like, space in the wagon, right, for a few of us. We have those really terrible bedrolls that Zade gave oh, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that's the weather a, this evening? That's a setup. <laughs> setup and slam dunk. We're using the really bad sleeping rolls. Oh, that's a, it's clear out. It's nice. Okay. I, uh, I don't have this in my inventory, strictly speaking, but it feels feels on character for me to have a hammock that I just hang to some trees. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You or you just take some of that forty foot of rope that Zahade had and like tie your <laughs> shitty bedroll. <laughs> oh, everyone has the forty feet foot of rope. Of course, yeah. It was a part because of the dungeon kit. I've got five dungeon, five uh, ad- adventurers kits or mm-hmm. explorers kits or whatever they are. Adventurers kits, I think. He blew all, right, all so of his starting wealth. Some of the 200 feet of rope that you guys have. Johnny sets up his little foam roll underneath the, the carriage just in case it starts raining. Is there room in the carriage for anybody? Yeah, absolutely. There's- I assume we're going to let the child sleep in there. Jixie is going to sleep in there. <laughs> there probably could be room for two people, but she's definitely like, sorry, I like mm-hmm. to stretch out. <laughs> <laughs> We're like no longer near town, right? Like we're kind of like pulled off on the side of the of a road. Um, you're near. You're probably near town. I don't think you would have stopped outside of town. There's no reason to believe it's not safe. Like people aren't like we didn't just like decide. Oh, we're gonna sleep outside yeah. of this bar. Yeah, like we're not prob- like within eyesight of. That's a reasonable decision, buns. I think, okay. especially since you're fleeing the pervert. Let's yeah, yeah. We don't want to <laughs> give him the. Right idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, geez. Right before everyone is like drifting out to sleep, I'd like to stand up and issue an apology. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to go to bed. Zane. I I just wanted to say real quick before we end this another wonderful day. Um Oh, by the way, you hear a clunk as Johnny was asleep and he like smacks his head on the bottom of the carriage. 
Um, I I did not mean to 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 offend you or get us into that situation. Um, I just know that we are the most we are we are the most prepared to handle um, situations like that, and so I I take it with great with great pride and um, and drive that we will we will you know be the ones to step up in the, if those situations arise. And uh, I would like to apologize for the direction that this one took. Um, with your, with our together, our, our teamwork, uh, we will find, uh, you know, adventures that will, that will be meaningful. Um, good night, everyone. No one says good night. <laughs> uh, good night, Zahid. <laughs> good night, Marvin. Trixie, stop making those faces. <laughs> <laughs> all right so with that uh night passes and uh everybody wakes up all right the phone was actually pretty comfortable nobody woke up dead <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all took good. back the remarks of the phone roll it was okay thanks and, he in fact you each get inspiration for sleeping so well wow <laughs> what? wow <laughs> So that's why I'm never inspired in my real life. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll I'll mention. Yeah, I'm glad those glad those worked out. You know, the adventurers of old used did that all the time. I know we we've, we've drifted so far from those times, but yep. some of the simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. It was a great place to go into a trance. Do you think we can grab breakfast somewhere that's not? The shit and piss bar. <laughs> oh, did they? Were they shit brownies? Did they oh, yeah, give did me it. five silver coins? They were not <laughs> shit. It was just like mud clumped together, <laughs> held and kind of bound with something that smelled and probably tasted like piss if you tasted it. Mud's um, the earth's shit. Mud, mud is the shit of the earth. That's true. Yeah. The shit of the earth. But that it counts. wasn't directly uh, human shit. Okay. As expected. So you owe Zahade five silver. Interesting. When we get back to town, back where I had all my money, <laughs> I'll pay up. All right, oh, so I've forgotten all about it. Perfect. I'm too shamed. <laughs> so you have food in the wagon. Um, in town, you know of two pl- businesses. One of them is the general store that has dried corn and wooden ducks. And the other is the tavern that has piss and chewy beer and, and mud, mud pies and swingers. All right. Johnny just sighs and then he goes into the into the cart and like, uh, Drixie, can you, can you hand me one of those bags with a, with a protein bar? Yeah. Um, I, which one's the good one? Uh, lemon, lemon meringue. Great, I'll take one of those. Here, you can have the other one. Uh, I look down, it just says walnut. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Morning. I walk off. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So um, you guys are in town to uh, obviously investigate the lair of Morgoth the Unholy, which is run by... Artok, who you heard from the uh, scared woman. So as you uh, roll through town, you kind of get to the far side, and then you see a building that's wooden on the front, looks kind of taverny, kind of like classic tavern. And then on the back, you just see this huge stone extension built like another 50 feet back. Um, and it just goes straight back, and it's this large square room. Gotti. And then above the door, of course, it says the lair of Morgoth the Unholy by our talk. Somebody's this, keeping a low profile. This place looks nice. They really did nice touches. Um, a, beha- a beholder lair would, would look just like this. Uh, Marwin, can you roll history for me? Uh, I sure can. Zahade, could you also roll history for me? Uh, that's a 15. 
I've got a nine. All right, uh, Marwin, this would not be what a beholder's lair would look like <laughs> yeah, at all. <laughs> In fact, it looks like a, a business. Like yeah. it's <laughs> uh, so Mar- Marwin's just like, yeah. Even the parts that are decorated are like it's like goblin architecture. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks just like a beholder's lair. That's very good. Oh well, I'll I'll latch onto that then. Yeah, you see the wide open spaces. Actually, beholders use disintegration to make their uh, their layers. Marwan's just like smiling and nodding, like like she's learning. <laughs> All right, so you come rolling into this place. You 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 head in, and there's a single child running around yelling like, "I'm Artok! Here we go!" And he's like tipping tables over, and there's a large half work behind the bar. It's like, "Don't do that! Stop! Stop doing that! I don't know! Stop!" And this kid just jumping from table to table and causing absolute chaos. We roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kill this child. <laughs> the first I'd boss. like to start preparing the forms that Artak needs to uh, sign in order to to uh, submit to the audit. All right. Yeah. So um, as you walk in, he's like, what have we got? Uh, one, for the, um, one for the dungeon then? Or... Does anybody want to go through with her? For and he's me? clearly, yeah, yeah, you clearly, you. No, I'm a, right. I'm like an auditor, sort so of. She's not, she's not an auditor. She's no, basically, she's not I auditor. am though. She's like, not. Like you can't you, tell people that we you can like, get in, we can all get in a lot of trouble if you tell them tell people. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could get in a lot of trouble. I don't you think anyone get, actually like cares that much. You know what? I think we can make you a junior auditor, Drixie. Yeah, so I'm like a junior auditor. All right. Well, uh, in that case, I actually passed my last audit, so I don't know why you guys need to be here. Then, um, are you everything? Are you our tax? Our our talk? Yes, I'm our talk. Um, and I run a an honest business. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I think Listen. you know why we're here. I don't actually know why you're here, so maybe um, just get out. I don't... What? What do you want? Then? I heard okay. a bunch of kids died here. <laughs> she says that really loud. <laughs> Everyone is quiet for a second. The, the kid jumps from another table and says, Yay, a bunch of kids died. <laughs> um, swings a wooden sword and like cuts a candle in half and it nearly lights a table on fire, but it, 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 like it goes out. Upon hearing that this might not actually be our tech, I'd like to pivot from trying to hand the, the papers to the child. Um, no, I'm I'm talking to the bartender. Zahid is talking to the child. Zahid's <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad with ages. <laughs> you know, this whole Drixie situation is really confused. Yeah, he's shaking. <laughs> he's really confused. He's like, this is a child. All right, I'll sign whatever you want me to sign. And the kid like tries to like search your pockets for a quill or something to write with. And he Artok- mini. Our talk finally comes over, just pushes the kid off the table. <laughs> Wee! And hits the ground really hard. <laughs> Bounces talk, off the ground, uh, shoots into our, space. Our talk's mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, oh, okay, um, so let me guess, you're here because there was an incident that I, I, I have no idea what happened. I'm assuming you guys set this up, so I have to pay more of your stupid fucking fees on all right part- wait a wait a second buddy okay um we know for a fact people rolled through here about uh six months ago and they said right here you can see on the form you did not have a designated trap supervisor i am the trap supervisor for my business just because i'm not a part of a friendly franchise like some of your other dungeons so you're saying that you take um you, the liability is on you for trap malfunctions? It wasn't a malfunction. I didn't set that trap. So the children were killed intentionally. Were they? I don't know. It seems like maybe you guys had stakes in these kids dying because you're about to make a whole bunch of money and get a whole bunch of press off of this, which it just doesn't seem totally uh, right, you know? All right, all right. Listen, my guy. Are you guys a bunch of sick? Sick, uh, sick kid killers, huh? You, the press has already been through here. You, you killed like five kids in your little ride. 
So now I did it. Not the traps, not my dungeon. You did just say you were the one responsible for the traps. I am the trap, but I didn't set that trap. And you're refusing to let us audit Who, to who's, Whose name is on the dungeon? You know what? Go through. Go through. Whatever. I don't care. Get, what, well, sir, what forms do I need to if sign? You, if you didn't set this trap, we can take a look at it and try to see where it came from. I'll hand him the forms. All right. Mar- yeah. Marwin, it doesn't matter if he didn't set the trap. It's in his dungeon. I know that, but I'm trying to get him to cooperate. He, he signs the forms. <laughs> you know, Artak, Mr. Artak, I really appreciate what you're doing here. I think that there needs to be more representation in the industry from uh, individuals like yourself. Did you say you respected him? Give me some persuasion there. <laughs> Did you say you respected him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is a difficult endeavor to get into. I have four. Yeah, no way. <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm honest. I'm not, I'm not trying to... <laughs> Okay, yeah, your your respect means the world to me. That means so much. What are you, uh, I'm gonna guess 30, 40, something like that. And this is what you're doing? You're doing this with your life? That's really impressive. You're someone I should really look, I should admire. Hey, uh, I, I would like to cast friends on this guy. How did he know my, my prescription? 30, 40, that's exact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what does he need to do? Con save or wisdom save? Uh, no. So the catch is, uh, I will have advantage on charisma checks, uh, for interacting with him. But after the spell ends, he will realize that I use magic and may become hostile. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's already pretty hostile, so you don't have to worry about yeah. that too much. But he'll just... The, what's, what's the duration on that? Uh, up to one minute. <laughs> okay. Hell <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we'll so, be in his dungeon when he becomes hostile with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just want to nice. get him to to sign his form and let us in. I thought he All did right. sign it. I don't know. Yeah, he he signs the form. He drops his shoulders and says, "You know what? <sighs> just we'll go through it. I got to take this kid through anyway. So great, great. This just hey, wait a second. For me. Wait a second. Why don't we just go through? We'll take a look at it. We'll audit it." The kid can stay here. Well, I want to make sure this is a fair and balanced audit. Okay, but oh, maybe, maybe just leave me, the kid. We will look at everything. Maybe don't take the child. I'm going to bring the child. You can go ahead of us, but the kid has to come because otherwise, what do we, what do we do? Like, I need a reason to go through here. All right, I'm going to... I want to use my friend's uh, advantage to convince him to leave the child. Okay. <laughs> And I want to help by saying, all right, wait a second. We have a kid, okay? We have junior a junior auditor. junior auditor right here. <laughs> do I get like a badge or something? Oh, you yeah, don't. Do. Have we badge. have those at the office for sure. Yes, I, I, have, I have a badge. I say we don't because you make your badges. <laughs> yeah, well, I've made badges. <laughs> we'll make you a badge. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what do you get? I got a 14 on persuasion. All right. Okay, uh, just because it's you, and I feel like you're the only reasonable one among this group, we can <laughs> wait till leave the spell ends in one minute. The kid, <laughs> <laughs> and the kid says, "I'll kill all of you for this!" Ha! And he like swings a, his wooden sword at the back of Marwin's leg. Um, let's see, doing uh, does two thousand damage. Does a two hit? <laughs> no. All right. I like that you checked your sheet. <laughs> Let me see. Um. All right. So he just slips totally between your legs and like goes face first into the ground and comes up with a nose that is now bleeding, but he is not slowed down at all by this. And says, evasive bastard. And he runs and flees under one of the tables. I'm going to go ahead and use my reaction for a hellish rebuke. <laughs> <laughs> That kid's dead. No. no. (laughs) Kill him. Wow. All right. Let's see your your dungeon. Okay. All right. So um, I pull out my clipboard and pen. He uh, opens the door, and in you go to the lair of Morgoth the Unholy. 
All right, so you walk into the lair. Uh, the first thing you see is a room with a bunch of broken tables. It's pretty dark in here. Uh, there's like faint torches flickering, lighting the edges. Um, and it looks like it used to be a um, an entryway or like a, a an entry chamber to this this lair. Um, and as you you walk in, you see the hand of a skeleton poking out of one of the tables. And it's like clawing into the ground, uh, and there's scratch marks in front of the fingers. And uh, ahead of you is there's a hallway that leads forward and to the left. Were these bones sourced locally? Well, um, I they were. I ordered them from a local company, uh, locally, regionally. Anyway, um, they are not from the village, if that's what you're asking, but. Uh, and then he, you see a, like a look of realization cross his face, and he says, uh, whoa, "Really? Are you fucking kidding me?" I'll just put no. Johnny goes over to the torches. Um, <laughs> he's gonna see if the torches are sanctioned magical torches that don't actually burn, or if they're actual torches which are a fire hazard. Um, they are definitely actual torches, and they are certainly a fire hazard. Okay, he marks that off on his checklist. What was that? What are you marking there, then? And you are now seeing the face of a barbarian who is suppressing his rage. <laughs> the, uh, the torches. They're, they gotta be magic torches, buddy. Otherwise, you can't just have live torches burning in a, so in a closed environment. I guess my question is just how is a small business supposed to function for you? Because I can't afford to hire a wizard, and I don't think there is one in this town or one that would live in this town. So where, where am I supposed to get magic torches? Am I supposed to order them? That's right. Because that's going to put me out fucking, I mean, what's that? A hundred gold each? I'm, that's going to break me. That's going to kill my business. I think the uh, dead kids have already killed your business. Well, it hasn't because, uh, and then he like points to the motions to what you still hear are the sounds of a kid screaming and <laughs> leaping around. <laughs> Don't worry, this doesn't mean you fail. There, there are plenty of things in here that I am seeing that are very dungeony. I like you're just, this. You're just the biggest piece of shit in the world, aren't you? Oh. Uh, Okay. Sir, we're doing our jobs. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, do your job then. Let's just keep going. Let's just walk forward. All right, yeah. What's uh, what's in the next hallway? So as you proceed through the hallway, um, you see a dim light at the end. And as you come into the room, some uh, uh, like straw dogs fall from the ceiling and hit the bars of a cell and just shake a little bit and then stop. And then just kind of lay there limp, but it's just like a stuffed dog basically hanging in a cage. It says, oh, scary. Wow. Right? That was like so scary. Fuck you. <laughs> I not not you. No, you're uh sorry, I'm taking I'm working on my anger, and I should not have said that to you. And then he points tomorrow and says, fuck you. Alright, this is not out of compliance. Good. Good. I'm glad it's compliant with your stupid regulations that are trying to kill my business. Um, and he just huffs and walks into the next room. This right. looks like uh, a workshop for a tinkerer. Um, you see more bones around, just kind of in places where it doesn't even make that much sense. <laughs> like... There's one skeleton that's like writing at his desk, which a corpse wouldn't wouldn't decay that way, as everyone what? here would know. But, uh, uh, sir, is your theme? Uh, your theme is the the beholder, correct? Yeah, it's about the beholder. What? It's oh. a beholder's lair. Okay, I just the no reason. Those were eye dogs. They have extra eyes because they're beholders' dogs. That's why this they were gives me a little bit of a of an undead vibe too. I like that. I like no, that. everyone just died here. Everyone just got killed because the beholder is so good. Oh, so badass. So there was okay. an, an office in the beholder's lair. 
Yeah, he did his the, work here. Uh, this is where he filed his financial documents and, to pay uh, his taxes. A non-beholder died at his desk? He worked for him. He used his mm. brain control ray, and that worked on him and made him do what he wanted. I, what, what? All right. I see Are how, you a, uh, how great your business has been thriving. Yeah, yeah. I'll hand, um, Aaliyah my, my, my notepad. And I'm going to go inspect mm-hmm. the skeleton a little closer. See what it's writing. Aaliyah, you actually noticed <laughs> that on my notepad, I'm not writing, uh, I'm not writing like specifications about the dungeon. I'm writing a little narrative. Zane <laughs> walks into the dungeon. <laughs> I continue it on. Johnny Zane inspects the skeleton at the desk. Johnny is going over to the tinkerer's table to make sure like the tools aren't real. They're supposed to be like foam or like oh they're all real all right Mm. he starts marking that down so you walk up to the table and the note the skeleton is writing says my dearest molesard uh it has been and like the ums are in there and everything every pause i make is in the note um it has been six days since i last wrote you hopefully my letters are reaching it the beholder is sending them by beholder mail uh, which is real and cool and um cool uh if you love me you will send warriors to save me because i am a prisoner here but he does send my letters which is nice of him however <laughs> i am trapped please send battle combatants to do war here to him love Ooh. not our talk I, and, and that's talk. all crammed together as one word not our talk <laughs> <laughs> Artak, I do love I love the uh, the mixed media that you're portraying here the 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 romance the the intrigue the horror at, at, at this he does kind of like lighten up a little bit to you and he's just like yeah I, I I put a lot of thought into the story here and the world that we are in right now in my dungeon and it is it is art for me it's my art Johnny this Johnny is how I okay. express myself. Johnny what turns around and he's like, um, this is a real hammer. You can't actually have like a real weapon in here. Or like anything that like a kid or something can pick up. Oh like, my use. god. Dude, do you ever shut up? Do you just stop? Can you just stop? Because I, like this is I'm you like are killing the vibe is set right now. We have we are just ex- dove into the mood that I am expressing here. And now you're going to take that away from everyone who is just getting into this? Listen, I have a checklist. All right. I got to go through the checklist, man. I have a, listen, I have a checklist. Everybody go to my... Don't fucking make fun of my voice. It's not cool. Okay. Okay. Next, let's just go to the next room. It's going to be just you. You lead the way then. So where is the first... Trap? Are there there are multiple Ooh. traps? In We're here? about to hit the first trap. Oh my god! Speaking okay. of, I don't Ruin let anyone it. go through the door until I like. Look up yeah. And down. So, without even rolling perception, you see a thick rope that is being used as a tripwire. Like it's not a wire or anything. It's just a full size hempen rope uh, that is blocking the hallway basically, and you have to walk through it to progress. All right. Where's the tra- trap supervisor? I'm here. I'm the trap supervisor. All right. You don't have to talk down. You don't have to, like, make fun of the role. I'm not making only... fun of you, man. I'm just asking. All right. I'm... Each trap I... needs a trap supervisor. I only have the role for myself because you guys make me do that. I think it's dumb that I have to call myself a trap supervisor. Right, right, right. And I only have to write this down because my job makes me do that, too. So... Oh, cool. Wow, it's like then we I, have so much in common, suddenly. Yeah, we, we must. We must be just like the best of friends. I love it here. I hate frogs. Um, My toad. Then, <laughs> wow, sir. You what? Really, what's the difference? <sighs> Johnny you, just keeps you walking. Do you know each other? <laughs> he, you seem to be... You just get totally blown off with that comment. <laughs> 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 All right, so you walk into the trap... Yeah, I just, I step over it. Well, if you're not going to trigger the trap, then what's the point of the audit? <sighs> All right. I take the, I take this, like, 
little pole out of my pocket, like a little extendable pole that you use to like trigger traps. <laughs> I like walk like ten feet past, and then I hit the trap with the little pole. All right. Uh, in the hallway, you see a single bean bag shoot across the hallway and hit the wall, and then just fall to the floor. A jump. <laughs> Great. Um, how how fast did that come out? Have you measured I, that? No. Of no, of course I haven't measured it. Are you what? And how heavy is? I'm just gonna. I, I walk over to uh, check out the bean bag, see what it's filled with, see how heavy it is. All right, roll investigation. Sixteen. All right, you recognize this as a pretty much a factory preset by a company called Dungeonamics, and they they make uh, like dungeon parts and just kind of traps that you can kind of plug and play. Um, so it's. It's within well within regulations okay. by manufacturer specification, but it's uh like maybe it was rigged a little bit to with it like has some extra weight in it. Like it would probably give you a little bruise if it hit you. It's definitely not in fully in regulation. So Dungeon Dynamics is good. Did you alter this? No, I didn't touch I didn't change anything. Do I have any idea what the alteration might be? Like do I want uh, to open it up? It definitely feels heavier. Is uh, I'm I'm gonna open it. Okay, yeah, it's it's like full of marbles instead of <laughs> like grain. Sir, the, these come filled with grain. Why did you? It came that way. I swear to God, it came that way. No. I can see where you sewed it back up. You That's used a different odd. color thread. I do have a, um, I've got a good friend working at, uh, Dungeonomics, so I'll, I'll give him a, uh, I'll, I'll contact him. You know, this, this kind of oversight, this, this happens. I lay my hand on the, on, uh, Alt- Artax's shoulder. Thank you, a reasonable dungeon auditor. Real rarity in these parts. Is this the trap that killed those kids? No. I agree, there should be more auditors. all right so progressing past this room can um, i can i like hang back real quick with heat for a second yeah absolutely um hey can you help please like i I don't want to be the bad guy throughout all this okay oh no no of course not um but Johnny, my Johnny, Johnny, my my role hasn't hasn't fully blossomed yet. This this uh this work of art, truly. Sure, I get that, but like the dude's pissed off, and like uh, he's only pissed off at me. I don't know if you got that, and you know you're really buddying up to him. Um, and you know it'd be nice if we were on kind of the same team here. What do you think, huh? I I didn't realize that. I thought the two of you must have known each other the way you're speaking so colloquially <clears throat> okay all right i will i will i will buckle down give this dungeon the the fair and objective eye that it deserves okay walk forward <laughs> all right yeah progressing forward you you come into the next room which is a bunch of stacked crates and um it's just kind of hard to see to the other side of the room. You kind of have to navigate a little maze. And as you turn one of the corners, a straw goblin pops out at you. Um, and it just kind of lunges in your general direction. And it's got a big wooden sword, which is absolutely not okay. Um, <laughs> Does it like uh, spin it was, around? It, yeah, so it's, it's like whirling. It would smack you pretty hard if it hit you. Um, and it, it totally whiffs by each one of you. It it does not hit anybody. I look at Zahid. Was that a goblin in a beholder lair? God damn Sir, it. my aversion <laughs> is but, okay, so he's is like being ins- tested. He's enslaved the beholder is the thing. Is that's his, his or wait, hold on. But, 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 but um the other way. The beholder has enslaved the goblin and it's because he has mind 
powers. Powers. I'm. I write something in big letters in my notepad, and then look at uh, Johnny Johnny. Um, for the first time, you see a look that is disappointment on our doc's face rather than anger. <laughs> it can't have the sword. It's oh, gotta be. Sword. It's gotta be soft. It can't be wood. Well, what is this supposed to be? A dungeon for babies, or a dungeon for someone who is here to experience the horrors and the might of it, the age of adventure? Nice. Listen. These are, these are clear dangers here. You want to be scared, but you can't actually get hurt. These kids have... We've had children die here. Kids these is, days this are This is a clear soft. danger. It's a hazard. Even if I say I brought a newborn, huh? Brought him Don't bring your in newborn. Arm. That's bad oh, parenting. Oh, yeah, maybe that's bad parenting. You let your kid come in here, huh? You were about to. I don't... That's not my kid. Whose child was outside? <laughs> I don't know. The he, just, he, he just comes here sometimes. Uh, I apologize. But Zahave now is... He's, you've just said something that really resonated with Zahave. He says, yes, the you know, there are some sacrifices that can be made um, to really create an authentic experience. <laughs> and with the proper signage, I don't, I, I don't feel like that sword would be an issue. So what do I put a sign that says goblins around the corner going to hit you real hard? Well, more or less, yes. All right, I'll put up a sign that says Galvin's going to... See, was that so hard, frog boy? I look at Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. Johnny's, like, face is, like, just sagging off of his skull. <laughs> He's so soft <laughs> and so sad. Sahid, I don't think we can just let him do that. I think you can. He said it. He said it, and clearly he's in charge. Yeah, Johnny just... Like, write something on his clipboard. All right, next. All right, well, up next, we have a great battle with the vicious Beholder. Are you are you five noble heroes ready? One noble hero and four piece, three pieces of shit and one kid. Are you guys ready to proceed? Yeah, whatever, man. Lead on. We're already at the BBEG. This place sucks. What would you like it to be added? then if you were going to make it better you know i don't need to impress you but if i did what would it be probably like some like a climbing wall maybe Ooh, or, fantastic. yeah oh climbing wall great uh, everyone does that you know well yeah you should have like some physical challenges and like you should have like some mental challenges like a puzzle you need like a puzzle there, room it could okay okay uh so this next hallway doesn't work quite like a normal hallway so think about before you step in. We'll see. Sir, are there more traps in this hallway that you need to notify us about before we yeah, proceed? Yeah, yeah, there are. But if you do it right, even if you don't mean to, they won't go off. <sighs> All right. Sir, we should have left this guy. We would have been done with this job so much quicker. The vampire castle had, like, hidden passages, too. Uh, hidden passages. Well, this one is a... Back in the adventuring days, there was something called a railroad, and that was when you had to follow the path of the adventure strictly, or else you would die. So this is a railroad dungeon. Where was I when you went to Vampire Castle? I don't know. Busy? Hmm. Okay. Are you guys ready for the big trap? Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. just go to the beholder. Come on. All right. Um, so you enter the hallway. And in, you find a cone of darkness. Everybody has to close their eyes. Okay. Isn't it dark now? Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Oh, it's very dark. I Do you have um, uh, some sort of magical darkness or something for the... For the... I can't hire a wizard in this town. Okay. Was there, like, an equivalent challenge for elvish kids who have dark vision? They don't in this dungeon. Everyone's a human. Or a half orc, depending. Problematic. Or a dwarf. So. Or a dwarf, <laughs> but there is a dwarf, and um, he is ha- blinded at this point because he fell in the pit. So not inclusive then. Problematic. Problematic to say the least. All right, we're past the the blind thing. Okay, what's next? No, you're not. Close your eyes and walk into the hallway. Buddy, I'm not doing it. You go first. 
Power eight. I'm going. I'm not closing my eyes. Close your eyes. I'm not closing my eyes. Close your eyes. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go now. All right. He starts walking. Roll perception. Okay. Oh, motherfucker, that's a natural one. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it happened. The first crit. <laughs> at your, <laughs> at your uh, height, you walk in. You feel a rope like slap your knee, basically, and then a beanbag full of marbles hits you square in the face. <laughs> Ow. You take, uh, uh, you take uh, two damage. And have a black eye now. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, not so easy, is it? You didn't solve my puzzle right. So again, this beanbag is way outside of regulation. This beanbag is way up. Okay, but because it happened to an adult, it's not. Yeah, but it's for kids. Did you put a special adult beanbag in the trap yeah, before I, we I came in? I did before you came in. Well, I'm going to need to see your children's beanbags. All right. Uh, it... <laughs> Sorry, I need to pause for a second after you said that. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, have ch- I have kids' beanbags. Just come back in a week. No. Today. You They're know, in the storeroom. I have to dig to find them. You almost took out my fucking eye there, man. Yeah, I almost took out uh, your big baby. Is that what you're telling me? He is the size of a child, so I think we need to uh, consider that. Uh, oh come on! If this happened to him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Johnny. Johnny. I'm, I. It's it's the truth. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but uh, if it did hurt you in this in this sense, it, it'll definitely uh, do the same to a child. All right. So, <laughs> moving beyond this, <laughs> this one minor infraction, are you ready to face <laughs> the beholder? I'm ready to get out of here. Oh, by the gods, yes. All right, so you uh, he leads you into this room, and there's a, a glowing circle at the center, um, mostly because it's surrounded by candles, but it is glowing. Uh, and from it rises a man, a human man, with a big burlap bag that's stuffed full of <laughs> beans. <laughs> and on the center, you see a big eyeball drawn. And on each of his hands, he has gloves that look like eyeballs. <laughs> on top of his head, there's another eyeball. He's got like two little tall things that are also eyeballs, and they're bouncing back and forth. And he says, face me. What? What's the meaning of this? Ah, shit. Shit. Fuck. Ah, cop. Great. Does he use that language in front of children a lot? No, he doesn't use that language in front of kids. I never curse, ever. And then he, like, tries to walk forward and he trips and just totally <laughs> hits one of the candles and his beanbag catches on fire and then he starts, he starts rolling around trying to put it out. Right, Johnny, Johnny runs over and just, like, pats at him. <laughs> you manage to take the fire out and he stands out and the beans are just like leaking from the side of the bag and he says now who's ready for my disintegration ray and he like flicks his hand and a bean bag full of marbles flies at Marwin oh, I duck <laughs> uh, it's, a nat, it's a nat 20 so that we're gonna roll for that Ooh. crit hit okay uh, he, you take um, let's see six damage Jeez. Jesus <laughs> He, he uh, so you get beamed <laughs> right between the eyes. <laughs> I take everything back. This place is awesome. Marwin <laughs> is like immediately like she's on the ground, uh, like like seriously injured. Oh fuck! He, he throws his gloves off and like sprints over to you, and their beams falling uh, in a trail behind him. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, that uh, wasn't supposed to happen. That was it. Wasn't supposed to happen like that. I was supposed to miss. All right. Do you have like a med kit or something? Jesus, fuck. Yeah, I've got I've got some beans uh, here. No, and no, then he no, just no. Starts I'm putting ta- beans on here. <laughs> I'm bleeding. Talking to I'll the s- boss. You have a med kit. Come on, you have to have like some sort of med I kit. Don't, I don't have a med kit. I don't. I don't. Jim, standard, Jim, do we have a med kit? Standard operating procedure. You need to have some sort of medical kit. Jim's like, I don't. I don't know if we have a med kit. I don't know if we do. I. I think. Um, maybe in a, tre- a treasure. I'm not going to go in the treasure room. I'm not going to go in the treasure room. Don't want to go that way. Uh, nobody go in the treasure room. Tell me where the med kit is and we can go. <laughs> we'll go grab it. Marwin, I really appreciate your commitment to this. There I is a med. There's just like, 
blood just gushing <laughs> uh, from Marwin's like nose and mouth. And Wait, she's like, get into character here. Uh huh. There's a med kit. There's a med kit in. I think it's behind oh, the bar. The treasure room. <laughs> I think it's behind the bar. So I just need to go and go get it. Go get the fucking yeah. thing. So Jim runs and just sprints backwards to the treasure room, and you hear him get hit in the back of the head with some bean bags and like trip and hit the ground. It's like, oh fuck, <laughs> shit, god, ah, damn it! And then he gets up, and you just hear foot footsteps running, and then from the hallway that Jim just fled down, you hear a, a tiny voice yell, "Yeah, I have conquered this room, and I will make it to the treasure room." Oh my god! And you see the kid go sprinting for the treasure room hallway, and Artok dies to stop him, but does not quite catch him. Does anybody? Uh, yeah, else I try and stop try and the him? child. Yeah, um, yeah, you can make an acrobatics check, I think, uh, just to leap in there and, and grab him, or <laughs> athletics if you just want to sprint over there. I'll do athletics. Ooh, it's a dirty 20, baby. All right, dirty 20, dirty 20 does it. Um, so you sprint and you like kind of push the kid down, but then try and catch him so that he doesn't get hurt. Unless you don't care. No, I want to kill. Come on, shit. come on. You can't go in there. All right, yeah. So you, you lower him to the ground. He's like, ah, bastard beast. I should have your head for this. Come on, man. My I parents clap. are very important in town. Then go hang out with them if they're so important. <laughs> oh, you've made an enemy for life. What's your name, kid? My name is Winden. Wow. That name sucks. <laughs> Run back to your parents. My parents made that name for me. And I <laughs> will tell them and now you've made an enemy of my whole family. Great. Okay. I'm done today. Okay. I'm done. You can go now. He, he looks over his shoulder as he's leaving and says, what's your name, frog foe? It, I'm a toad man. Johnny, Johnny. What's, um, hmm, toad, tepid toad? Come on. You've seen a toad man. There's a general store. There's a man that works in the general store. Yeah, but he doesn't look like you. I. <sighs> he doesn't look evil. And then he sprints out with his arms behind his back. I'm never having children. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I would like to give him some. Uh, Barwin's some, like, uh, yeah, me either. <laughs> with like, a, um, I don't know, some like flames as like they arc out behind him. <laughs> so it looks really cool as he runs it's out. Super cool. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'm gonna go up to Johnny, Johnny, and say, Johnny, Johnny, I, you, you've got away with kids. I've always wanted to be a, uh, um, a big bad evil guy myself someday. I don't want to be like a bother or anything, but is someone uh, getting a med kit? So Jim runs back into the room and just like wraps a bunch of bandages around your face so like your nose and forehead are covered but your eyes and mouth are open it, it's an interesting look to say the least and then he kind of wraps it into your jaw so it's like a little bit harder to speak but you can still move your jaw a little bit it just hurts your face more because you're tightening the, mm -hmm. the pressure every time you <laughs> uh, does anyone know anything about medicine uh i do i just fixed her I fixed your friend, so... Um, Great. What's your name? Jim. Jim. It's Village Jim. <laughs> Village Jim. Okay. Oh, my God. Jim. Marwin, are you actually hurt? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I, I thought you were committed to the act. I'm trained in medicine. Can I... You, thought, you thought I faked all this blood coming out of my face? I was impressed. <laughs> Village Jim, can I just ask you real quick? This type of stuff happen often. Um, normally I miss with the bags. I'm not really trying to hit anybody, but I don't know. I think fate just kind of lined up with my throwing arm, and I knocked it out of the park. Uh, no offense. None Great. taken. I marked down several things on my clipboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just writing for like four minutes. <laughs> With a seven, I do a uh, slightly worse job at wrapping Marwin's face. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I would say, half as worse. 
So you've tightened it around her jaw more and done and like loosened it around her nose and forehead so blood is leaking out a little bit. <laughs> oh no. Uh I pat her. You'll be better in no time. Thank thank you. All right. Let's just wrap this up. We gotta get out of here. What's next? Last things last. Next is Treasure the room. trap. And then our doc says, Jim, don't ruin this. Uh <laughs> next is the treasure room. But um the trap that I did not put here is here. That's the and one. And so we cannot go into the treasure room. That's the one that killed the kids. That is the one that maimed. Murdered. Fatal, lethally maimed some children. Murdered several children. And emotionally maimed another. Yes, that is the one. Great. Okay. Well, this is what we gotta. This is why we're here. All right, I head into that room. I get out my stick. All right, so you see um, roll perception. All right. And everyone, I know that we've been having a lot of fun during this dungeon, but this is a serious time, okay? <laughs> Maybe Marwin. you should give us one of your big speeches. Uh, that's a... Ooh. Canonically in the background, 19. a speech is happening, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a 19? Yeah. So unlike anything else in this dungeon... It is really well hidden. Like there is a the faintest raised brick on the floor, uh, and you can see like an outline around the uh, the grout that's kind of got it sealed in place where it it moves. And it is, it is not characteristic of anything you've seen so far. And with that on the corner of that brick, you see like an etching, just and the hint of an etching. You'll have to get closer to see it, but it, it's there. Well, first off, I expand my little stick that I used to. <laughs> to activate traps and I poke at the 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 what the trigger. Yeah, so you you tap that trigger and then uh roll a deck save for your stick. Sure. <laughs> well, your stick doesn't have a natural to roll a deck one. Save, the but stick you is Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's six stick. Oh, the stick so, fuck. Uh yeah, yeah. The blade of a giant like um, not guillotine, but what's that swinging blade trap called? Whatever that is. I it's, uh, it's pendulum. It I think it's, it's a, a pendulum. 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 Yeah. pendulum. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So the pendulum blade sweeps it and like hacks your, your stick in half before you can pull it back. Uh, which you can't know as an auditor that you can bill that to this company for breaking your stick. Sure. Um, I'm not, and, <laughs> it's not the worst it, thing that's it, happened today. It sweeps through and snaps the stick in half and like hacks like five or six times just um, and then stops and you hear a, a mechanism lock it back in place behind uh, a narrow slit in the wall. Okay. Um, real quick. So you can't afford uh, magical lighting. You can't afford uh, real costume design. And I want to finish what you're about to say. Okay. I also can't afford that. <laughs> uh, well, why is it here? Here's what I think happened. I think you cut corners on everything else so you can save up for your big fancy murder weapon and you don't realize that you can't have this in here. I just want to pose the question to you. What good does this do me? Because a bunch of kids just died and people are looking to blame me. I You're to blame. am pretty sure this was... I am not to blame for a trap that I can't afford and I didn't put here. Maybe you like hate kids and you want them to die. I did pick up on that. Yeah. All right. But it would only work once because then you guys would come through. You'd bust me and then it would all be over. So. And it is. And we did. <laughs> and we're about done here. And I like real quick. I'm just going to look at that little like thing that I noticed in the trigger. I'm not going to like uh, yeah. step on it or get that close, but like just peep at it. So roll Arcana. Oh boy, that's something I'm so good at. Uh, oh, but that's a good roll. It's a 17. 17? Yep. Um, you have seen this symbol before. You aren't quite sure where or why it's familiar to you, but it's definitely like stuck out in maybe a story that you have read or... Um, something you were taught at some point but mm -hmm. it's it's there it's just like lingering in your memory all right johnny absentmindedly just like draws the symbol <laughs> on his like report like in an empty space 
could I sneak up behind Johnny Johnny and see what he's drawing? <laughs> yeah, and as you do, you scare him, and he almost falls into the <laughs> into the trigger. <laughs> oh, careful, Johnny Johnny! The production value on that is really really good. Yeah. Listen, have you seen this symbol before? Can I check it out as a wizard with my wizardly knowledge of wizard shit? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can also roll Arcana with advantage. All right. Well, I I am not a good. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very good at rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get? Uh, the highest was a fourteen. All right. Um. Well, I think just with your background, you would have a little more insight, kind of on what it where it comes from at least you don't know what it is you have you're, you have no idea but you definitely know that it was like a part of a war at some point it was like a symbol of war that was used by somebody um and you know of like a a runic studies professor uh who re- is really into this type of stuff um at a university uh to the south but it's just not totally familiar to you Johnny, Johnny, would you mind if I took this drawing to uh, a professor I know? Um, what? Why? Why? We're done here. All right. We just now we got to go report this shit. Well, dude's going to lose his dungeon, probably go to jail. I hope he goes to jail. I don't like him. Uh, why? I'm willing to wager I don't go to jail. Sorry, I didn't realize you were right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't take it back. Are we about done here? Nobody's arguing that what happened here was uh, was terrible and tragic. But we're not the ones to stifle art. We are. Thank you. Marwen uh, shuffles up to you guys from the previous room because she's just she been kind of really sitting bad. on the floor bleeding. Yeah. Uh, did I mi- uh, miss the trap? What's going on? Roll investigation for me. 13. 13, you see the mechanism at the top of the door frame rather than the bottom. And mm-hmm. what you see is it is not by Dungeon Amex. It's by another company called Dungeon Parts and Playthings, which uh, is a business in a city called Hayden that you are all from. Or not from, but you live there because that's where you're headquartered. And they definitely don't manufacture this like lethal traps at all, to your knowledge. That's weird. And I, I point out the logo to everyone else. Because you guys just saw the trigger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny writes that down. All right. I think we're done here. Does any of the treasure look cool? Can we see the treasure? <laughs> um, It looks like a bunch of not gold coins, but it's like painted nah. gold. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's just like flat something in there, mm-hmm. painted gold. Some of it looks like stones. You just like found things laying around. Uh, you definitely see some things that are like way too sharp to be in there for a bunch of kids to dive into. <laughs> just pieces of broken glass. No, nothing that's going to kill anybody, but it might maim some kids. Well, if, uh, they, if they Scrooge McDuckett, maybe. Yeah, if yeah, they Scrooge they... McDuckett, they will absolutely... Uh, <laughs> Glad we didn't get there, you know? Or <laughs> I'm sorry we didn't get there because I died. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're done. Come on. Start walking back. Mm-hmm. All right. You you make it out of the dungeon um, and Wyndon has gone. Good. I never want to see Wyndon again. <laughs> oh, you will definitely see Wyndon no, again. He is not a happening. part of your life. Specifically. He's joining the party, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the BBEG. <laughs> He is now. Um, so as you come out, you see another uh, face from the Dungeon Auditors Guild. And what you see is a toad man with long flowing hair, not a page boy cut. It's long, luxurious and blonde. And you recognize this as Chort Brakesley, um, head incident responder at the Dungeon Auditors Guild. And he says, uh, hello, Dungeon Auditors. Hello, Dungeon Auditors.